This is Wildcat Dojo Conversations. Hi, and welcome to a letter episode. I'm wondering how many letter episodes we've done this year. I'd say three or four. We're in June. But anyway, back to my grown-up job. I'm Sensei Michelle. I'm Sensei Jackie. I'm Landon. And I'm Sensei Derek. So, obviously, we're going to have to explain to them a little bit about what a letter episode is, just in case they've never heard before. Is that possible? Have they been living under a rock, Sensei? Well, only if they have a rock that starts with the letter D, because that is our letter today. Yes, and so the only thing that I can think that's rock-like is dynamite, although that would have been a great word for us, and we didn't pick it. Maybe diamond as well. Oh, nice. Once I was coal, now I'm a diamond. Okay, all right, guys. (laughs) This is definitely not on the script. So in other words, it's time for us to get started. What are we doing, Landon? Today, we are doing one of our favorites, a letter episode, because it is A, unscripted, Mm -hmm. and we have no clue what letter we are going to pick when we go and sit down to do this episode. We put a bunch of letters in a bag, excluding some of the crazy ones, little funky letters, and today we are going to be uh, talking about the letter D. Also, I would like to add, if this is the kind of episode you'd like to be on, would you please give me a holler? Because we would love to have you. I just don't know Mm. who likes what kind of episodes that they think they might want to be on. Mm. Later on, we'll tell you how to get in touch. Us. This is actually my first time being on one of these episodes. And from what I've heard in the past, they've always been super fun, super interesting. Full of bad puns. (laughs) Sometimes unscripted can be fun, and sometimes we say (laughs) stuff we shouldn't. <laughs> so you never know what's going to happen. Exactly. No. no, but at the end of the episode, don't forget that we go to the traditional dictionary to look up our words and see what Webster has to say, as opposed to what we know is right. <laughs> is, there, is there a non-traditional dictionary? I'm sure. Oh, there are definitely non-traditional dictionaries. No I mean, think about this. We have karate dictionaries. Yes. And today... With the letter D, I get to start out because my word is do, D-O, do. Although we did think of a lot of other do's that could have been done. Uh, (laughs) It would have been a a doozy. (laughs) I think we should get started, get done and dusted. (laughs) Please take us out of this. Just do it. (laughs) Thank you, Dr. Nike. So... um, One of the things that is so hard for so many people is to stand up and do something. A lot of times when our children are in the dojo, we're working, we see parents in the back trying to coach their kids. And anytime we say, listen, take off your shoes, stand up, come on into class and and do the hard blocking system with us or join class, they are afraid to get up and do it. What we're hoping is that we raise a a group of people, not just children, but adults too, who are willing to try, who are willing to get up and do. Okay, I want to go first on two fronts here. Number one, for those of you who are wondering why we didn't take Dojo, that was in our last D episode, so I'll tag it in the show Uh, notes, right? Because you're like, hey, they should have done Dojo. Number two... When I very first started karate, I was not with Master Collegian. I was in another style where they didn't wear uniforms and they didn't have rank. Mm. And the man moved. 
And the school called me and said, uh, come on out. We're going to restart the class. And I walked to the door of the gym and I saw Master Collegian, this huge guy in a black uniform at the end of the gym. And I turned around and walked away. <laughs> I said, I'm not I'm not even touching that insanity. And I got to my car and said, but wait, I paid for this. So I should finish out my, my six weeks, right? But in that moment, standing at that doorway, a grown woman was exactly like a four-year-old or whatever, you know, in that vacillation between do and don't do. That threshold is yeah. right there. Yeah. And that's for everybody all the time, no matter how simple the thing is or how complex, right? Uh, I think so. To do or not to do. Now that is the question. <laughs> Got to listen to last week to get that joke, folks. Us. I agree. I think we see that sometimes people don't want to take the initiative mm-hmm. or people are afraid, but it kind of goes back to the word dojo and conversations we've had in the past. Don't be afraid to find a dojo. We mm-hmm. promise we don't bite. We do scream loud, <laughs> but we don't bite. And it doesn't hurt just to come in and, and learn. But that transition us very well to our next word because if you do <laughs> do come and join us <laughs> in our dojo you will definitely do some dachi which is the japanese word for stances can i interrupt one second and go back to um what you were saying about how people have fear us and just real quick i just want to throw this in and, maybe, and we'll come back to it okay let's talk about ourselves don't you think that sometimes we confuse and use the word fear when actually we just mean anxiety or embarrassment. Yeah. And so that, that that's a whole nother conversation for a whole nother day. None of those being D words, mm-hmm. you know, anxiety, fear, embarrassment, but I'm going to make a note and we'll come back to that as a conversation. Cause I think it'd be a great one. Don't you? Us. I, I do think it would be a great <laughs> episode and she went with do. No, it got me. And we could stand in a dachi while we do it. <laughs> I know I stretched to get that one. Don't give me that look. <laughs> but the question we is, could. is sitting a form of a dachi? No. <laughs> well, sensei has spoken. <laughs> and as they say, for the fourth rule, sensei's word is law. <laughs> All right. I don't know where we have gone, but we're getting back to we it. We have tangented that's a word, off from where we're supposed to be. Let me please go back to uh, stances. I would say a large, not quite a pillar, as we, you know, say with our self-defense and sparring and Mm -hmm. and kata. I think dachi is one of the pillars. I think dachi ties into all three pillars, actually. absolutely. I think dachi is the the cement that builds the pillar. Or what holds us up. Exactly. Well, (laughs) well, duh. Because when (laughs) when I have a day one student, I always say to them, the ABCs of karate are how to stand, how to strike, and how to block. Mm. So it could either be an ABC, but you could also turn it into a pillar, couldn't you? Mm -hmm. Why not? Okay. Well, dachi stances come with a lot of critique. Mm -hmm. One day I will get my Zen Kuzidachi correctly. (laughs) Um, Lock the back knee. Lock the back knee. But the dachi in karate is extremely important because it makes our katas look so much better. Mm-hmm. It makes our katas look more powerful. It grounds us. Mm-hmm. Um, and in self-defense, we need to be in the correct stance that we're strong and powerful when we're doing sparring. Mm-hmm. It's incredibly important that our stance is correct mm-hmm. to ensure that you're not just going to be touched and you fall over. So Dachi really is extremely important in karate. It 
brings a level of discipline to our practice. And it's extremely important. While it may be a little bit frustrating at times to keep up with it, it really is something that's truly important to the to the work that we do. I agree with that. 100%. Anybody want to go first? Um, I'll also add, kind of piggybacking on what, of what you were saying, by doing the stances, we do give off that look of stronger, but you also are gaining, kind of like how you said a little bit in the very end, of you're gaining that confidence, you're gaining that strength. And I mean, I'll say something we, we had talked about before in the dojo is if you can do stances while you're doing something else that requires you to be stationary, that's training for your legs as well, which is going to help your posture, which is going to help with how you move around in this world. Mm-hmm. And all that just kind of feeds back onto itself. So the word I would use there is foundation. Mm-hmm. It gives you a physical foundation Absolutely. on which to drive out of. Mm-hmm. Got a D word in there. Yes, you did. For whatever you're attempting to achieve. Like think of it this way. How say you're working on a simple stance like a natural or a sanshin where your feet are basically sh- um, shoulder width apart. Yes. And you use that when then when you get up to speak in front of people, mm-hmm. you yeah. use that concept where you can drop your chi down into your chi pocket and you can um, pull your chest strong and actually be grounded, as I think both of you used the word. Us. Right. Mm-hmm. And from that grounding, you can bring the confidence that you need and then emanate that confidence without even speaking. I like it. Mm-hmm. So I was helping teach a self-defense class not long ago and all the people in the room, the students and the other teacher and myself were all talking about how important it is to carry yourself in an upright position so as not to look like a victim. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And that's another place where stances or any kind of dachi, whether you're doing kiba dachi or zen, it's always back is straight. Shoulders are up, the the lats are pulled down, creating you the whole core drawing into the chi pocket. <laughs> so if those self-defense students could take that out into the world rather than hunching over, chin down, head jutted forward, looking more like a victim, that would be a good use of it. Nice. If you listen to the last episode, then you know we t- we were talking about repetition. We were talking boomerangs and we were talking repetition. Mm-hmm. Not a D word, but Repetition is always important, isn't it? Always. And so to move to your word, Sensei Derek, a D word, Sensei Derek, (laughs) by the time we get where you're going, we should have a fairly good understanding of dachi or stances, correct? So where are you going? So my word for today, don. Now, don is a Japanese word. Translated, it means rank of black belt, man, and it also shows your level of experience in karate. Can we change to reflex? Reflex, okay. Okay, because you could put any belt on and you'd still be who you were. People mm. would see you and respect your work effort, no matter whether you were in zero belt or any color in between, right? Nice. But I, I can go with reflex. Do you feel I'm pushing too far on it or I'm okay there? No, I think it, it, it's good. And then the belt only ties the gi anyway. So, <laughs> nice. so I would say it definitely uh, reflects. Uh, some of your time and experience here in the dojo and learning and growing. I've heard it said to me a couple of times before I became a black belt. Once you become a black belt, it's kind of like you graduated from being a child to being a man. But I would also refer to those who have been in high school or anything like that. that it's like once you graduate high school, mm-hmm. you think you're ready for the world. Mm-hmm. But the world is just you're just you're, you learn so much, but there's still so much more to learn. And Sensei Michelle has said before, and Sensei Jackie has said before as well, 
you are already great. You've shown that. To achieve that that first level of dawn, which is mm-hmm. show dawn. Exactly. But there's still so much more greatness in front of you. For me, is associating it with a level of pride. like And going back to the virtues, we are proud to be karate people. Mm-hmm. As a dawn, you have to start sh- showing. I mean, you should be showing that way before, but that should be evident in your how you move, in your stances and repetitions, stuff like that as well, yes, but in how you hold yourself in the world. And I think often the, the whole concept of karate parallels life so much because a lot of people reach their showdown and they say, okay, I'm done. Us, yeah. And then they don't want to grow in karate anymore. And that's fine. Nobody's judging anybody here. But then you have another adult who comes along, not going into karate, now, jumping into life. And they say, I, I would love to be a lifelong learner, right? I always want to mm-hmm. learn from everything I do and try new opportunities to try new things, whatever they are that interests me. And, and that's, that's a cool thing too. Okay. Anything else you guys want to do on Don? I know that was so much. (laughs) Hmm? Being a Don is the most wonderful thing. And yet one of the most difficult things, if in fact you want to grow because people assume things about you. Sometimes as a, a younger Don, we assume things about ourselves. We have to learn that we're not all that in a bag of chips. We are just, as uh, Hanchi Teller's shirt said, people who didn't quit. And that segues back to a few weeks ago when we did interview Hanchi Teller. And we talked about how I had his shirt. He had made a great shirt Mm -hmm. that said, a sensei is just someone who didn't quit. But if you're a brand new listener, I want to say the words that we are referring to that aren't English. So, so far it's dachi, which is stance, and don, which is rank of black belt. And now sensei, which is teacher, those are all Japanese words. I, on the other hand, I'm going back to English. You are sensei. I know, it's a shocker. <laughs> and I'm going to go with the word diligence, and I'm going to segue out of Don because of the amount of diligence it takes to mm. get there. Us. Just to get to your black belt test, I have had professionals, people who went out in the world and had wonderful careers, so essentially nothing left to prove come in and get their black belt in a Japanese style of karate and say, seriously, this took the most diligence of all the things I have tried. Mm. And that's interesting to me because when I came to karate, I knew I loved karate and I knew I belonged in the dojo. So it was a no brainer that I wouldn't leave. Although my family thought it was weird. (laughs) I I can't deny that. But anyway, um, it didn't feel like diligence to me. It didn't feel like I had to get down to it and stay with it. When I got to the point where I was a brown belt forever, as you always are in a Japanese style, (laughs) then I started to notice the work. Because another thing that happens at brown belt is you really don't get a lot of your physical challenges at brown belt, except for the ones that you mentioned, where people are just constantly saying, you need to clean this a little bit more. You need to have your feet a little bit wider. Can you get that a little bit lower? Can you snap that punch a little bit quicker? Those kind of things. But your push-ups and your sit-ups, you've done them for so long that they're average to you. So there's no challenge in the physicality. So if you don't go out and search out your own physicality, that was true in my brown belt years as well, nice. then you are not ready for your black belt test. That is ah, for sure. <laughs> Which is physically very challenging. Oh, extremely challenging, <laughs> mentally and physically. Nice. Yeah, but I'm talking about the physicality of it. Absolutely. Right? And nice. how at brown belt, it, you know, that... That diligence, you have to dig in at that point. It can be a rude awakening for some people. Mm -hmm. Well, for all people, but some people adapt better than others. 
in that moment. Uh-huh. So diligence is something that, like we talk about all the time in karate, we just really have to work at it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't come as a natural thing for anybody, does it? No. If it does, I would love to meet you. Have you give me some of that? <laughs> yes, definitely. And uh-huh. no matter how deep your love is of karate, and I would say of the four of us at this table, it is deep. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean we don't have to work and keep on working. And some days it's tough. And you know what else you, you need? All of these things that we're talking about here, like do it and diligence is in that few minutes after you're dressed, but then you sat back down before you left yeah. for class. Uh, <laughs> uh, my hardest part is getting dressed. <laughs> <laughs> do you think it's time for us to open up the dictionaries? Uh, I certainly do. Uh, okay. I'm going to pause this. As I always do. And we're back. After a long pause. (laughs) I made bear pause. If I had Master Collegiate's hands, I would have pulled it off. That's true. (laughs) (laughs) But we are back with our definitions from the grown-ups. That is correct. (laughs) And we're going to go in the same order. So Sensei Jackie is going to start us out. Well, I was at dictionary.com and my word is do. But of course, to get to do... I had to go through all of the definitions of doctor of osteopathy. Oh, my. So a D.O. Got it. But finally, I got to do, and it's just to act or conduct oneself and be in action, behave, proceed. And then, of course, there's a lot about helping verbs and, and lots of other things because, you know, do is a very uh, active verb. Unless you do nothing. <gasps> oh, she went there. And then you don't. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> so we were the same as them, and it's a little bit boring in the dictionary. It's very boring in the dictionary, but it's much more exciting when you do do. I agree. When you when you do do? <laughs> you can always do some dachi. I think they should. How did you do looking that up? Oh, wow. Okay, let me rephrase. How did you make out looking that up? <laughs> According to Wikipedia, dachi, which they say translates correctly, the way we should pronounce it is tachi, translates to stance, referring specifically to the body's position from waist down. But Urban Dictionary says that dachi means a very handsome and smart boy. Oh, so we went with the one that didn't apply to us last and the one that did apply to us first. Not that you're not a very handsome and smart young man, but... The one that applies to us is the Japanese term. There are a lot of definitions, including a restaurant in Vancouver. So if anyone's in Vancouver, (laughs) looks like there's a great restaurant called Dachi. Good for you guys. (laughs) I think you must have had just as much trouble, didn't you? Uh, It's interesting. Uh, You look at the word Dan or Don. Sorry, I actually confused it because when I was reading it, I kept getting the the name Dan. So Dan, this is to you. Uh, but Don, uh, when we actually looked it up, putting in more of like uh, what is black belt level or rank in Japanese called, uh, we were able to get Yudansha or Don, as we say, from Japanese person who holds a Don grade or rank, often used to describe those who hold a black belt rank. It also indicates the level of person's ability within a given system. So certain things are expected of you at certain ranks. That's, well, that's pretty good. And we were pretty much on target with what they said, except for we did not bring up Yudansha, even though we've all heard it. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I'm lucky to be in English today with <laughs> diligence. And I have two things that they said that I found interesting. 
Number one is it's careful and persistent work or effort, according to Oxford Dictionary. And that is exactly what it is, because it's not just the work. It's actually the effort you put out. They're right about that. That's right. But I don't know that I agree with them here, because what they say about the opposite of diligence is lazy or unwilling to use energy or do work. And I'm not sure that I would be that judgmental in somebody who was not diligent because maybe there are other reasons, mm-hmm. but, or maybe we just connotate lazy in a negative way. Yeah. yeah. But I don't see it as the opposite of being lazy. I see it as non-working perhaps, or maybe uninformed. Very mm-hmm. possible. Right. Okay. Very possible. Yeah. Yeah. That too. So I'm just saying in this particular case, this particular site, which was topper.com, is a little judgy. (laughs) (laughs) All righty. This is as much fun and as easy as it always is and as we thought it would be. Us. I don't have a D word that means that. No, but do you have any way that people could tell us what they thought of us? Because I don't think we told everybody how to get in touch. Oh, sorry, guys. I'm going to go with quick and easy. Wildcat Dojo all over the web. Except Instagram, which is Wildcat Dojo Conversations. Old school email, dojo conversations at AOL.com. Bam. And now we get to move on to Honor Athletics. Of course. Of course. I was trying really hard to think of a G thing that they could buy. Did you have one? Do they sell darts? Ooh. Or a karate diploma? Ooh. <laughs> wonder if at Honor Athletics, you could buy a dragon or at least a picture of a dragon. Or I bet there's a dragon on one of their swords. I can't believe we haven't picked dragon as one of our words. Ah. We love the dragon animal. So there you go. We'll have to save it for next time. Uh, It's one of our karate animals. I know. And you know how I got to it was through Dungeons and Dragons. And then I just (laughs) went, oh, dragon. We're so far off Honor Athletics right now. Could we please get back? Well, certainly. How would you like to get back? I know. Scroll down in the notes and click the link. You can get her that way. You can give her a call at 770-945-5150. And don't forget to say Wildcat Dojo for your 10% discount on checkout. Thanks. That was awesome. Okay, guys, we're saying goodbye. Let's do it all together. You ready? Nice. Bye, everybody. everybody. (laughs) Signing us out. Thanks for being here. Hope you join us again next week on Wildcat Dojo Conversations.